Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. Due to the pandemic, we bring you One Bad Mother straight from our homes, including such interruptions as children, animal noises, and more. So let's all get a little closer while we have to be so far apart. And remember, we are doing a good job. This week on One Bad Mother, tell 2020 that we are all good on sacks of bananas and ring in the year of cake with the fifth ever Holiday Genius Fail Spectacular Plus Rant. (laughs) That was my first woo in like six months. That felt good for me. Was it? Was it also good for you? I want it to be good for you, Teresa. I'm not <laughs> going to lie. It was definitely uh, a little more emotional labor than I mm-hmm. am used to doing. Sure. Um, but no, I'm just kidding. It was great. It was wonderful. <laughs> I just feel long. like I feel like everything's going to be OK now because yeah. we wooed together. It felt very normal and all normal things feel great these days. <laughs> Oh, these pants feel so normal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. These are normal pants. Uh, So 2020, fuck off. We're going to say goodbye to 2020. No more sacks of bananas this year. I think that's key. I think we were talking about, I think before the pandemic started, maybe we had even referenced having a year of cake. Like the year of the sack of bananas was one year. And that we should do like... Let's just make this the year of cake. Yes. That that's nice, right? And I there's think so. I think so too. And there's no better way to ring in a year like that. We're not gonna ask each other how we are, are we? No. Do you want to? Yeah, God, right? No. I, yeah, okay. Good. I just <laughs> to confirm that before I moved us on. Here we are, the fifth ever holiday genius fail spectacular plus rants. <laughs> Let's kick it off with a genius, Teresa, genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Okay. Just a low bar here, but we've been going out more often to large grassy fields wherever we can find them and we've been doing just some random running like my kids are just so happy to be out of the house that they're just running running and chasing each other and running and ha 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 and it's like wow what are we even doing but this is great and then compliment your partner to jesse it's time to compliment your partner. He purchased some frisbees, <gasps> which are like very like who cares frisbees, but like we've been using them <laughs> and the the kids really like it and it's really fun. And then it's also like something he and I can do while we're just like standing around. Like if the kids are playing, yeah. we can just like play frisbee. Yeah, it's a genius. 
That is a genius. And also genius to get multiple. Were there multiple Frisbees? Two. Because yeah. I think that's the problem. Whenever we have a Frisbee, and Frisbees just randomly come into our lives. Sure. It always turns into a problem. But if mm. kids had more than one Frisbee, it can become a totally different experience yeah. of just throwing a fucking frisbee yeah with there's no frisbees around gold. so there's, there's no like possession issues yeah 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 i love it good job thank really you really good job i i read another book <laughs> whoa i know guys whoa. this is just so dumb but now it's I feel not, so great. Though. I know because like how many years has it been? So, I mean, in New York yeah. when I used to live there, I read like books every couple of days because I was on the train and you were always like reading. Now, no books. But I just read a beat em up book with the main character, Quinn Coulson. Is I'm not sure it was necessarily my favorite character uh, in a series, but that said... Uh, some people got beat up, and I mm-hmm. like that. Very different than the cozy that I read the next time. But I'm going to move on. I'm going to pick up another book. I'm going to see if I can do it again. Go for it. I You're am amazing. going to fucking, like, rip my shirt yeah. off and just run just with the follow book. follow your dreams. I'm going to follow yeah. my dreams. Thank yeah. you. Now, the real reason we're here, everyone, is cake, comfort, and geniuses. Hey, Biz and Teresa. I am calling with a genius. My brother and his family were supposed to come our way for a visit in August. And because they live four and a half hours away, we thought it would not be a great idea if they stayed in our house with us for COVID reasons. Um, And they thought, well, why don't we go camping instead? We can all be outside. It'll be a lot safer. And I thought, that sounds like a terrible idea. I have a five-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old. I didn't want to bring diapers into the woods. And then I thought, no, that's dumb. This has been a terrible summer. Say yes to something. <laughs> so my genius is that I said yes. And it was amazing. We had a great three days in the middle of nowhere, literally. I got to see my niece and my nephew. They got to play with their cousins. I saw my brother for the first time in six months, and it was just, it was so relaxing and so rejuvenating, but I regret nothing. I regret nothing. I said yes to something. Thanks, guys. Good job. This is genius because this is the thing. We, uh, you, you're so, like, bogged down. We get so, like, trapped under, ugh. All the mundane, monotonous, like, bullshit that is part of parenting. That when an opportunity comes along that, like, might really be a good time, it is way easier to be like, no thanks. Right? <laughs> just like, I want to bring my babies out into the woods. I don't want that. We're just not that family. We just can't do it. But you said yes, and that it was great. Yeah. It's clear that you just did what you wanted to do. Like, it's so good when we tap into that. Like, all the stuff aside and logistics aside and planning and anxieties aside, like, what's the thing you, like, just want to do? What do you want to do? You wanted to go camping and you did. Oh, my God. I think you're amazing. Also, shout out to when you said, 
They're going to be driving four hours, and we didn't think it'd be a good idea if they stayed with us for COVID reasons. I like that. <laughs> I like that, like, other reasons could be because they're assholes or yeah. <laughs> because our, our they... place is too small. Yeah. <laughs> our kids won't sleep. Because I hate their children. <laughs> You're doing great. Hi, Vision Teresa. I'm calling with a genius. I've been wrapping presents uh, for my almost four-year-old and almost one-year-old. And while I was doing that, it came to me that in the past when we've opened presents, my three-year-old has immediately lost his mind that the package needs to be open right away, the toys need to be available. So before I wrap them, I opened up the packaging, I unhooked all of the transformers from their box, put them back in their box, box them back up, and wrap them that way. So when he opens it and immediately needs them to be available to be played with, all we need to do is slide them out of the package. We already did all the rest of it. I figured I would do it for the one-year-old as well, just in case he decides that he cares that the toys are immediately available as well. So it's one small win. I am feeling like a genius. I Everyone is doing a good job. Thanks. Bye. You are doing an amazing job. This is not a new genius to the One Bad Mother community, but it's an important genius and one that probably we all need a good reminder of get those batteries in there get those toys freed from those you know little plastic restraints this is so good it's really it's really for us too i want to point out like it's not it's it's for them too like but they can wait i think the reason is (laughs) they can like they can wait waiting is good for them but like But I feel like for us, it's that feeling of like, I would like to enjoy a little bit this moment of my kids opening the thing that I got for them and like enjoy their happiness about the item and enjoy them playing with it and not just feel that like, oh, they're smiling, but I immediately have to do a bunch more stuff like urgently right now. Like that stress is just gone this way. It's really, really smart. I've never done it, but uh, I'd like to. It's a nice idea. Hello, OBM. Uh, I am calling with a rare genius moment. I had a late night epiphany when I was thinking of Christmas gifts for my son. And my genius is he likes a whole bunch of really obscure, well, not that obscure, uh, TV shows and characters. And he has all these diverse interests. And it's hard to find coloring books for things that he is interested in. But there are loads of free coloring pages that you can download online. But I don't have a home printer. So I had the thought, (laughs) let's just make a document with all the different coloring pages I can find for free online. And I emailed them to a local print shop, had them printed and bound into a spiral bound coloring, custom coloring book for my four-year-old for Christmas. It cost me less than the cost of a regular coloring book. (laughs) And it occurs to me that this may be my new favorite trick uh, gift for just about every child and every gift-giving occasion because it cost me very little. And (laughs) I know lots of kids have strange, you know, diverse interests. And, yeah, I think it's – I'm really happy with how it turned out. It looks great. Someday when I can do a birthday party for him, I think I might uh, make 
coloring books as our goodie bag. Anyway, I, it just feels brilliant and thought I'd share that. Love the show. Love all you guys. Bye-bye. Man, that's some next-level holiday geniusing. It really is. It's also so thoughtful. Like it you could, is. You could fill one book with like a bunch of different characters or scenes from all kinds of different things that your kid likes. I mean, that's that's so cool. It is really nice. You're doing such a good job and bonus points for them being party favors in the future. Yes. Yeah. So good. Hey, one pad mothers. This is a genius that falls into the uh, no one gives a shit category. So I like to listen to music with my children in the car. Uh, Some of the lyrics are not appropriate or for children, for women, for (laughs) society, whatever. Uh, And so sometimes I will sort of say things over the words or, you know, have different strategies that I deploy. Uh, anyway, we were listening to a song that I don't usually listen to the other day, and I realized that there was a lyric coming up that said, going to have you naked by the end of this song, and I kind of panicked, um, <laughs> and somehow it came into my head, going to have you shaken by the end of this song, <laughs> and so that's what I sang very loudly over it, because I don't know that, you know, that kind of disgusting line is in there. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> Love you guys. Love the show. Bye-bye. I am so glad that I am not alone in this because there have been, this is something I do as well in the car, like with different songs where there's like, you know, one or two bad words in it. And then we'll be like, party instead of, you know, go fuck yourself or, you know, whatever. But like, party, (laughs) witches, (laughs) fire trucks, trucks, trucks. Truck you. Anyway, I love this so much. So do I. Great job. Great thinking on the fly. Hi, Biz and Teresa. I am calling with a genius moment that I came up with on accident. I am a single mom, and I think this is particularly good for single moms, but I think it works for anyone. Um, I was chopping fruit in my kitchen one day and there was a knock on my door and I was not expecting anyone and I was home alone with my kids. So I brought the knife to the front door so that the stranger wouldn't murder me. So now every time that a stranger knocks on my door, I bring a knife to the front door so I won't get murdered. And I've been thinking about calling this in for a while, but it seemed a little dark, but I think you'll like it. So you guys are doing a great job. Thank you. Bye. I do like it. I love this so, I love this so much. This is like one day your child is going to grow up to be like a gothic writer, like a writer who writes like gothic epic, you know, tales and and you are going to become a character. My mother used to always answer the door with a knife in her hand. She did so, so that she wouldn't get murdered, right? Like... I love this. I have no idea if it qualifies as a genius. I 
I'm just waiting for you to call back with another <laughs> genius moment where you like take a knife fighting class. Oh yeah, let's up our games. You get or you don't have it. Like and I say- personally have no sense that if I held a giant knife, I would be any safer. <laughs> any safer. You know they say knife fights are the worst fights to be in because they're so unpredictable right yeah. like they're close contact yeah. you gotta get st- i mean you're you gonna to get cut. To, you have to learn how to do it you're but, gonna get cut in the knife fight it is yeah. threatening it's definitely i like threatening. it i yeah. like it yeah i used to just bring a screaming baby to the door yeah that can <laughs> that, also work you can that, also say who is it <laughs> <laughs> you're a party pooper Teresa. <laughs> my mother used to answer the door by saying, who is it? Uh, <laughs> all right. You're amazing. And I love you. Hi, Biz and Teresa. This is a genius. I am realizing that there are only four more days until Christmas Eve when Santa comes. And I have zero time between still having to wrap all of my presents to bake homemade cookies for Santa, as I have done in the past. So, you know what? Today, when I was at the grocery store, I picked up a box of pre-made M&M cookies, and we're going to call it good. That's what Santa's going to get. And I think Santa is going to think they're delicious. So, I'm very good about myself. I'm doing a great job, and so are you. Thanks for the show. Bye. Good job. That is... Really a good job. I just saw like a little, like a t-shirt, funny shirt, but it's a, it was like actually a really supportive shirt, but it said, I don't have time to make something from scratch. Store-bought will be just fine. And I was, yeah. I was like, yes, it will. Yes. yes, it will. Yeah. Yeah. Santa don't care where those cookies come from. Santa just likes the cookies. We left Pop-Tarts out for him one year. Oh my God. I want to be your friend <laughs> oh i am thank goodness this is why i like that a lot too yeah, that yeah. was what we had on hand yeah pop tarts yeah cookies look Sa- santa don't care no yeah you are doing a remarkable job you are hi biz this is a genius i was able to execute a zoom meeting for my mom's 75th birthday. She lives in Kentucky and I live in Minnesota and we have relatives in Michigan and Colorado. And I've been in Zoom meetings, of course, but I've never been in charge. Um, So I was kind of worried about it, but it worked and she's happy. And I'm happy that she's happy because she's an extrovert and this has been really hard on her. In 75, we're supposed to go to New Orleans and have a girls weekend but but anyway she's happy and that's what I wanted thanks love your show bye I just wish I had a thousand hands so that yeah. I could make the biggest round of applause that I could yes. I you are right we've all been on a million zoom calls but it can be very I I share your feelings of of really finding it nerve-wracking trying to do something with my parents over Zoom. And I just think you've done such 
a good job. Yeah, it's really awesome. I'm really touched by the effort that you put into this and just how it seems like both you and your mom are staying so positive in such a difficult, sad time because you, you're you celebrating together and you love each other. And that's the most important. And it seems like you're keeping your eyes on the prize. Yeah, you're amazing. You are genius. Now, let's listen to one final holiday-inspired, in my opinion, genius. All right, guys, I am calling in with a genius. If you are like me and you have a 14-month-old who thinks that running with the toilet paper roll is just the best thing to do (laughs) since the invention of walking, uh, and you are also worried about the toilet paper disappearing from the shelves again, thank you, coronavirus, Um, you can take the toilet paper off of the roll and put it up on your toilet where they can't reach it. And instead, you can go to your local Michaels or Joann's or whatever store is selling great big pieces of ribbon, and you can put ribbon on an empty toilet paper tube and roll it up and hang it next to the toilet. And your 14-month-old will walk up to you while you're using the toilet and grab the ribbon and just take off running with it. And they won't stop. They'll just run until it's all the way off of the roll at the very end. And you can staple it on there so it doesn't come all the way off. And they will be so excited. And you can pee in peace. And they won't run off with all of your toilet paper in the middle of a pandemic. And they will think it is the coolest thing ever. And you will feel like a genius. So. You are amazing. I especially. I like the. If you're like me. I don't know. I don't know if we are in this particular case because it started off when I first heard this call. I was like, all right, you like me. A kid runs with a toilet paper, huh? But then you really realize that it it happens probably always when you're on the toilet. Or worse, it's happened and you didn't know about it and you go back. And you go, yeah. And there's nothing there. Yes. This is a This is a problem that no one wants to hear about at a cocktail party. Thank God there are no more cocktail parties. (laughs) Can I just add how festive this ribbon scheme is? It really is holiday themed. It just sounds so fun and celebratory. Um, And I just love it so much. You are doing a great job job one bad mother is supported in part by calm sleep do you remember sleep (laughs) i remember even now even right now all the different things I try to do to achieve sleep. Am I getting enough of it? I don't know. Probably not. (laughs) If there's one form of self-care we can all agree on, that is, we all need better sleep. Calm has a whole library of programs designed for healthy sleep. I have had the Calm app 
for several years now. I started using their meditations before bed, and then I fell in love with their sleep stories. They've got soundscapes, guided meditations, 100 sleep stories narrated by soothing voices like Stephen Fry, Kelly Rowland, and Laura Dern. For listeners of the show, Calm is offering a special limited-time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash badmother. That's 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library, and new content is added every week. Get started today at calm.com slash badmother. That's calm.com slash badmother. We're back for the fifth ever holiday genius fail spectacular plus rants. Everyone, it's time for the, the real joy of the show, and that is listening to all of our failures. Why don't we go first? Teresa, fail me. Fail, 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 fail! You suck. Okay. I really have struggled to accumulate slash hide presents Mm. for Christmas. Because my kids are here all the time. And they're old enough that they totally know what's coming. And... They pay so much attention. The first issue was Grace, <laughs> our nine-year-old, has access to like s- many of our like online shopping logins. Mm. She just does, but she she handles it responsibly. But it's like she likes to track packages when she knows oh, they're yeah. coming. And so I've had to do weird things like have my mom like buy stuff online and like ship it to us and then send like Venmo her, you know, and just really annoying (laughs) things like that. And then when they come, I like the first couple things that came, I forgot they were coming Mm. and forgot that I should secretly open them. So like my kids (laughs) would just... But, you know, they're home and they're bored. Yes, so I they know. would just rip stuff open the minute yeah. it shows up. And so, like, the first couple things, they totally opened Christmas presents. Like, the, and Ugh. it was just so frustrating. And then, like, the last part of this is just that because of that issue, now everybody understands they're not allowed to open stuff when it comes. But I've had to, like, stash stuff just in piles, having yeah. not opened things. I don't know really what's here and what isn't here. I don't know how much... I, I, I'm like, I don't know, like, that it's even between the three kids. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't have, like... It's so disorganized. And it's about to be Christmas Eve, and I don't have, like, a time to do that. So I yeah. think it's just going to be, like, an all-nighter on Christmas Eve. You know what I mean? Like no, I, I, do. I don't see an, another I do. way. And I just hope that they sleep so that I yeah. can get through it. <laughs> God. Wow. That's, I 100% see you on this. Yeah. And it is a fail. I, I have been in that situation as well where you're like, it, the fail is just, you have no idea. You don't know where it is. You don't know what you got. You don't know who it's for. I well, yeah, and it's also just that feeling of like 
it has made me realize how my kids are in every aspect of my life. Like, oh, yeah. They're just yeah, here there's no all the time. There's no there's nowhere to go. They even know where they know where the presents are. They just know yeah. they're not because I can't I can't like go hide something without them noticing because they're here all the time. Like they're with <laughs> me all the time. <laughs> I know. It's such a horrible reminder of that. You are doing a horrible job. Yeah. Uh, okay, you're going to like this. Okay. I just, because. So I, you know, have been working, maybe I mentioned it, I've been working on the windows outside of our house because I wanted to, like, repaint them because I've been looking at things and, you know, I don't know. I wanted to start a project that was too big. And it's been going really well until we have three, these three large windows that go around the porch pretty sure it's the original glass from you know 100 years ago and one window it got a it got a tiny little crack tiny tiny crack did a little research it's tiny little crack it's all right it hadn't grown everything was good i came inside hello lunch and then as i was walking back out the window caught my my eye and that's when I saw that the little crack had become a bigger crack. I mean, I don't even know. No one was near it. It just went from being like an inch to being like two feet long through the window. And probably could have happened because we slam a lot of doors. The front door is not even working. You can't like, you have to jam it several times. It's an unrelated problem. But we're doing that a lot. And that shakes that window, old house. Oh, and Ellis just jumps all the time. Like he's constantly jumping. So now I've I've put some glue in it, like the internet says. But it's really just a matter of like, do you finish that window, like the outside of it? Or, and then just wait it out. Or do you go ahead and get it Ugh. fixed? So that on Christmas Day, it doesn't shatter right? and you have garbage bags on your window. I don't know. I don't know, guys. That's the fun. But I just sat there and look at that crack. It's just right in a place yeah. where I get to look at it all day. Yeah, I feel like if I were you, I would definitely not be able to make any sort of decision on yeah, that. No. Like, I would I just have... be frozen and yeah. like, I don't know. I, I mean... Yeah. Whatever I do, it's going to be a problem. Oh, yeah. No matter what I do, like, it's a problem. Plus, uh, I cracked our old house. With, you know, because you, well, you think, yeah. uh, I, I know. I won't do it. I you'll, won't crack you'll it. You'll never be able to say original windows. Yeah, it's all right. I hated yeah. that fucking window. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, buckle up. Here comes the fun stuff. Hi, I am calling with a failure. Uh, my failure today is that I tried to put my almost three-year-old down for a nap. Um, he still takes and very much needs a nap uh, in the middle of the day. So I put him down, tucked him into bed, gave him a hug and a kiss, told him that we would get to watch his favorite Curious George movie. If he fell asleep, we could watch this. Who cares about screen time rules anymore? And then sat upstairs for a little while, making sure that he wouldn't come out because he's not in his crib anymore. So, he, you know, he knows that he can come out of his room, even though he's not supposed to. And then after a while, I thought I could go to the bathroom. 
that was the that was the mistake. So while I was in the bathroom, not that long, he came out of his room, came downstairs, put on his shoes, and went out in the backyard. And I just happened to see him when I came down and was trying to get my lunch ready at three o'clock in the afternoon. And there he was, playing outside and looking at the plants. Um, and if I hadn't happened to see him out that window, then he could have been out there for a really long time. And I have failed the safety of my child and also mm. failed to ensure that he gets the rest that he needs. So mm. I'm doing a terrible job. You all are doing a great job. Thanks so much for the show and hope I don't have to call you again soon. Bye. What you want to ask yourself here is, what would the man in the yellow hat do? <laughs> <laughs> Probably very patiently speak to the child and just laugh it off. That's not probably what you did. And then he'd probably say, anyway, we're going to go visit yeah. one of my women friends. My, one of my single my many older women friends. Women friends. Uh, um, I'm not comfortable on. around men. What? <laughs> um, I, I just, the thing that this makes yeah. me think about the most is th there may not be anything more unnerving mm -hmm. than thinking your kids are asleep when they're not <laughs> like just that, that is feeling of like ah i think ah. we're cool i think we got it i think we're settled i can do some stuff and then finding just having that like ripped out from yeah. under you like not even definitely not asleep not even in bed not yeah. even in your house not in your everything house everything you thought you had <laughs> under control you do not have under control all that you once knew gone <laughs> and let's just get back to the original fail here you mm -hmm. tried to do something yeah you tried so, to use the bathroom and take yeah. care of your personal needs as though you were a person yeah i don't know if we keep telling you guys on this show for years that's the fail hi one bad mother this is a fail I have a two-year-old son and have been very intentional to use the correct words for his body parts. So when he points inevitably every diaper change at his penis, we call it a penis. And one day I accidentally, when he pointed at his testicles, called them balls. And he now refuses to accept that they are anything other than balls. So every time he points to them and I say testicles, he goes, no, balls, very firmly. So I'm doing a terrible job at teaching my son proper words for things, even though I try. Anyways, thanks so much for everything you do. Teresa, it's so nice to see you, hear you every episode for Genius and Fails and Rants. You are all doing an amazing job. I'm not today. Oh, man. Your kid's not even going to get near a college. <laughs> balls. Balls. It's the ball. Balls. The balls. more you... <laughs> Sorry, Kick them in the now. balls. It's the balls. I'm just picturing yeah. the kid pointing balls. 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 Oh, I was to just... argue with that. It's funny that you were thinking about the child 
mm-hmm. to pointing and saying balls because I was just thinking of all the grown ass men that I've known. <laughs> balls. Ball. I mean, I grew up in the South. It's always, and I did comedy, guys. Like every guy yeah. sketch group was like, oh, did you not think this was funny? Quick, let's pull out the kick each other in the balls sketch. Yeah. Get a TV show. Yeah. Well, maybe your kid will get a TV show. Really good. You're doing a horrible, horrible job. <laughs> this is a fail. We have very hard water um, where I live. And so we have a filter that's attached to our sink. But the filter is very, very slow. So I just leave the water running when I'm filling up something big, like humidifier or coffee pot. I overfilled the coffee, the water filter all over. It's everywhere. I said, I'm not going to do that again. I'm just going to stop leaving it on, and I'll just let it fill up and turn on. Well, then I filled a coffee pot, and I did it again. And I realized about 10 minutes later, and there's water everywhere. And this happened two times in, like, 30 minutes. Did you do it again? Yeah, you did it Oh, so good. That's priceless. That was so good. Thank you for letting us in on that intimate moment between (laughs) you and your partner, I I assume. Did you do it again? (laughs) It's just some, it's your partner or... Did you do it again? (laughs) (laughs) Oops, I did it again. What I really, really liked was just like with the like, the saying to yourself, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. I'm not going to do it again. And then yeah. not even getting through like really 10 minutes. Yeah. Before you just did it before again. Before you did it, totally did it again. Yeah. Totally did it again. Yeah. Yep. I'm just now only going to, it's going to be my new greeting to people is, yeah. you do it again? Yeah. I'm going to just start saying that to everybody now. You do it again? My one like that is the microwave <laughs> because I'm too lazy to set specific times, oh. even though like I'm too lazy to type in like, time set seconds yes. this many seconds so i just like hit the one or the yeah. two for like a and i'm like i'll just i'll be here and i'll turn it off before it goes on for too long guess who is never standing around still mm-hmm. without being distracted for a full minute <laughs> me <laughs> I you know how you know overcook stuff you know you know because you're timing it you're like literally there timing how long you're not able to stand still. I'm definitely not able to just be in one place for less than one minute. Yeah. Wow. Well, you're doing a horrible job. Yep. Call back if you do it again. (laughs) Hi, One Bad Mother. This is a fail. Yesterday, I had the great idea to take myself and both of my small children to our yearly doctor's appointments because when I booked the appointment I thought this will be great we'll just all go at once we'll get it out of the way we'll all get our flu shots my four-year-old will get his immunizations my one-year-old will get her you know 12-month vaccines and then I realized that my husband would not be able to be there because the appointment started at 3 p.m. and he had to work until 4. I picked up my one-year-old daughter from my in-laws And I picked up my son from preschool, and my in-laws told me that my daughter had not taken a nap that day, which is normal, but not great when you're going to a doctor's appointment. The way that this 
all ended up playing out was my one-year-old screaming because she wanted to leave the room, and every time I put her down, she would try to pull, she would go behind the exam table and try to pull the cords out of the wall, and I couldn't reach her because of how tiny the room is. My son did great, which was shocking. He wanted to be the first one to get his shots. The bonus, the cherry on top, was I was also talking to our family doctor about changing my anxiety medication, and she asked me, well, what, you know, tell me what's been going on, and I just stared at her, like, read the room, lady. (laughs) This is what's been going on. Also, maybe look at the news. Anyway, the good news is it's out of the way. I now have a prescription for Lexapro. <laughs> we all have our flu shots. And the baby slept through the night because she was exhausted from getting shots and not napping that day. Never again. <laughs> Never again. You're doing a great job. Bye. Actually, yeah. you're doing a really remarkable job. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah. The failure was just not canceling all of it yeah the moment like you realized it wasn't going to be whatever you thought it was going to be yeah that is that is the failure yeah but really getting on the other side of that is really commendable and it I, really is right like yes. and you're right now it's done you've done yeah. it everybody's got yeah. the shots you've yeah. got new medication but I, I cannot stop laughing at you just staring yeah. at the doctor while yeah. the one-year-old screaming and pulling cords out of the wall and the like read the room read the room yeah is the greatest thing you could have ever said yeah that's yeah. just yeah I just I've and I've totally been there too like I've yeah. I think it took me many times of realizing how easily it could because you think to yourself well I'm going to the pediatrician like yeah they know I'm going kids. like they <laughs> people bring all their kids like you go and you bring everyone and everybody gets their check. Like I just thought that that would be how it was. <laughs> and I did try to do that several times. It's so, so hard. Like those rooms are not actually set up for kids. Oh. My kids did that too. Try to pull the plugs out of the wall, yeah. play with the instruments. They're typing on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like... I- my children always sit there frozen, and so to to Kat, I'll say, uh, what if I just start stealing some stuff while we're waiting on the doctor? No. <laughs> Mama, don't. Oh, yeah. Watch this. I'm going to open the drawer. Ooh. Uh, you know, just have a little fun. Have a little fun. Who doesn't need a tongue depressor? <laughs> You're doing a horrible job being so great. Yep. So this is a fail. I have a just turned four month old daughter now and she goes to daycare. So obviously I pump breast milk so she can have bottles of daycare. I go to take her in today and her teacher comes out to say hi. And she asks me, you know, oh, how long does it take your daughter to eat when she's at home? Like, well, she's breastfed, so I don't really know, but I know my husband tries to keep it, you know, about 30 minutes or so because you pace feeding and all that crap. And she's like, oh, well, we noticed that she's still on the size zero slow-flow nipples, and it's taking her a while to eat, so 
I didn't know if you were going to buy more. And, of course, I forgot that nipples had flows, and <laughs> I forgot that I'm supposed to increase it to a medium flow when she hit three months. So she's been going a month on the two small nipples. It's taking her forever to eat. She's getting <laughs> gas, which explains why she's been so cranky at home and burping a lot and all this crap. And... I lied. I was like, oh, yeah, we're just waiting for them to come in the mail. And I immediately got in the car and put an order into Amazon for some medium slow nipples. So, yeah, first time mom fail. I still don't know what the hell I'm doing even after four months. But I know it's just a bump in the road. And hopefully long term I'm doing a great job. And I know you guys are doing a great job. And I love you and the show. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A horrible job not knowing enough about nipples. But I want to say the two things that you learned, and this is important as a new mom. One, lying on your feet. Yep. Very good. You did the right thing in that. Great bullshitting. Just such good bullshitting. And also, the second thing you learned is if your teacher ever wants to come out and say hi to you at preschool or daycare or wherever this is not going to be good it's always gonna like there's underwear in the kids lunchbox that's like clearly not their underwear right like it somehow got there from the wash they're not eating anything they like whatever I don't think we've ever gotten a story in which well then the preschool teacher came out to say hi and then they said your <laughs> child your is child the best child yeah. we've ever taken care of I think they're, they're the gifted. best child. They're clearly gifted. You're going to need, we're going to pay for testing so that you can skip school straight to college. They never call their testicles balls. <laughs> uh, just, yeah. Now that, that doesn't really happen. You're doing a horrible job. How dare you not know about nipples? It can only, only go up from here. And nipple size and everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me the bigger nipples! Sorry. <laughs> Hi, this is a fail. I don't feel like I'm doing a great job. The morning started fine. My second grader got up and got herself dressed. And when I came downstairs, she was about to make her own bagel, which we've been working on. It was great. And the morning went perfect, and she brushed her teeth, and everything was on time, and and, well, today's picture day, and I found out late last night, and I had mentioned it to her when I came downstairs, and she was dressed how she was dressed. She was actually wearing a pajama top, but, um, whatever. She found it in her drawer. It came in a, a bunch of clothes from a friend, and she hadn't seen it before. So, you know, sure, it matched. It was cute. You're not going to see more than the, the neckline anyway. You're not doing class pictures. The kids can't sit next to each other. So, anyway, I applauded her for feeling good about her choices, and on we went, until I inserted my own, gosh darn, my my insecurities about picture day into it, and I said, oh, just want to make sure you know other kids might be wearing dresses. Why would I say that? Why would I fucking say that? Because then everything went from perfect and great to us almost missing the bus with her in tears wearing a dress with the pajama shirt over it, which I told her looked foolish. I didn't say foolish. I said, that's silly. Take that off. And then she was crying because I told her to take it off. And she pointed out that I said that she should look, be herself and dress how she wants. And I told her not to dress that way. 
So then I stopped and got the shirt and put it on her over the dress. And now she's wearing a dress with a pajama shirt over it. And she looked great to begin with because she was adorable and herself. And then I screwed it up by just saying, oh, other kids might be wearing dresses. Just don't want you to feel uncomfortable. So she wouldn't have felt uncomfortable. She probably wouldn't have even noticed until I inserted this whole picture day anxiety that I used to have about looking perfect. No one cares. Now forever I'm going to see her portrait up there with the two necklines. I'm going to remember that I screwed up her second grade picture day, which is already screwed up because of COVID. Apparently this is a rant. I'm sorry. This sucks. You know, she's off to school, and hopefully she'll be done crying by the time she has a picture date. Anyway, I'm apparently not. So I know you say I'm doing a good job, but I just don't feel like it right now. It's so hard. I'm so tired. (laughs) Thanks. Love the show. Bye. Oh, boy. This is a really good fail. You've done a really amazing job with this fail. Like, ugh. ugh. I've done this. We all have. I mean, where you just, you can't keep your mouth shut. But also, but mm. also you... You're damned if you do, damned if yeah. you don't, you know? I mean, yeah. if you hadn't have said anything, you might have, you might be sitting there right now feeling like, wow, I didn't mention to her that she's wearing pajamas to picture day. And, like, other kids might be wearing, like, did I fail her by not, like, prep- I mean, I'm not saying that would have been better or worse. I I just, I'm just with you that this was a tough one and it's hard. Really yeah. hard to know what to do. We all want to protect our kids from everything that could ever happen to them. And what's weird is that most of those things that we think about are the things that we experienced, right? <laughs> There's plenty of other things that we may not have experienced that could totally ruin your kid's day. But the ones that we experience, like a picture day or like kids making fun of us because we wore something and, you know, like that, that we didn't intend on being like super brave about, right? Like those come back and, and with things like picture day, it actually makes a lot of sense to be scared that your kid's going to go to the school and all these other kids are going to be dressed up. There have been times where I have not said stuff because I hadn't even thought about it and then I'll walk into the Christmas day like pageant mm-hmm. or whatever at the school and everybody's like gorgeous like they've all yeah. been dressed up every kid's dressed and like mine mine is not mine hasn't showered in days and like I I feel like a really bad parent and I don't know if if I had said something or not like yeah it just Teresa, you're right. There's no, there's no way to know what the right thing to do in that situation is. And I think the most telling thing is when you said how tired you were. And when we are so burned out, it is impossible to, like, 
take a step back from anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be weird, but to me, I hope your kid gets a picture taken with two necklines. And I think it would be a beautiful, awesome picture. And I think, you know, when you look at it, you shouldn't remember this. You should remember instead how much you love your child and how you guys got through this shit year. Okay? For real. For real. Seriously. It is I also be- feel like if I had a picture of myself from second grade where I was wearing a pajama shirt over a dress, it would be my favorite picture yeah. of all my school pictures because I would be like, this was the year that I wore a <laughs> pajama shirt over a dress <laughs> and look how cute and little I was. Like, you know? Yeah, I, I know. Because you, because that's the kind of mama you are, right? Like that's, yeah. that's going to be, it's not just what leads up to these situations. It's like the story we tell after these mm-hmm. situations pass. Right. So, yes, you're failing because you're a person who says things. So, <laughs> you know, stop saying things. But also, you're doing a really good job. Yeah. Now, we should end on on a very wonderful, epic fail. Great. Let's all settle in uh, for this. Hi, this is Teresa. Uh, this is a fail. Um, I am breastfeeding, and I have a nursing top that zips down from the shoulders and kind of flaps open at the front. And I'm sure you can already see what this is going, but there's a little bit less about what happened and a bit more about where it happened, because I finished nursing my baby, and I walked out of the car. Thankfully, I did up my bra, um, but ugly-ass nursing bra on full display. Walked out of the car to the grave of my husband's grandmother, that we were visiting with a good portion of his extended family. So thankfully, I don't I don't think anybody noticed, or if they did, they were polite enough not to say anything, but I did eventually uh, flash my husband's family at a cemetery. Mm. So you are doing a great job. Bye. I, I am pretty sure that this is an omen of good luck. I agree. <laughs> I also agree with that. Yes. I titled this one, Fail, Boob Grave. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is so, you've done such an amazing job at bringing a classic fail just to a place we've never been. Yeah. We've never been before. A open shirt at a grave site. And by the way, everybody saw. They oh, yeah. all 100%. saw. Every no single one, one of them. Yeah. No yeah. one missed it. Everybody was seeing it. It's not it. something you miss. No. It's just not something you miss. No. It's not. So, I don't know. I, I think maybe maybe uh, this goes down as a family legend for sure. Yeah. Probably for your side of the family. Uh, and... <laughs> And yeah, you're doing such an amazingly fantastic, horrible job at keeping your boobs in. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I love the fifth ever holiday genius fail spectacular plus rants. We'll be back. 
to enjoy that after this. <laughs> you are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. We have a Jumbotron this week. Our message is for Lindley, a.k.a. Mom, and it's from Avery and Ainsley. Thank you for being the best mom in the world. You make us feel loved and special and strong and smart, all while in your new big job. Also, we're pretty sure our life would be a disaster if everything was just in Dad's hands. We know that sometimes we're a challenge, but we'll never love anyone the way we love you. Oh, that is so nice. So sweet. <laughs> good job, family. And yeah. good job, Lindley. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Purple Mattress. Purple has designed mattresses and pillows specifically with kids in mind. I mean, kids deserve great sleep too. That's why Purple launched a new collection of products just for kids, including a kid mattress, Purple Kid Pillow, mattress protector, and a sheet set in kid-friendly colors. They're made with a softer, smaller version of Purple's innovative comfort grid to offer the best support for small sleepers. And we're designed to give kids comfort and durability with plenty of fun mixed in. And the Purple Kid Mattress and Pillow are CertiPure US and Clean Air Gold certified to be free from harmful chemicals. Right now, you'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more. Go to purple.com slash badmother10 and use promo code badmother10. That's purple.com slash badmother10, promo code badmother10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Purple.com slash badmother10, promo code badmother10, terms apply. Hi, it's me, Dave Hill from before, here to tell you about my brand new show on Maximum Fun, the Dave Hill Good Time Hour, which combines my old Maximum Fun show, Dave Hill's podcasting incident, with my old radio show, The Goddamn Dave Hill Show, into one new futuristic program from the future. If you like delightful conversation with incredible guests, technical difficulties, and actual phone calls from real-life listeners, you've just hit a street called easy. I'm also joined by my incredible co-host, the boy criminal Chris Gersbeck. Say hi, Chris. Hey, Dave. It's really great. That's to... enough, Chris. And New Jersey chicken rancher, Des. Say hi, Des. Hey, Dave. The Dave Hill Good Time Hour. Brand new episodes every Friday on Maximum Fun. Plus, the show's not even an hour. It's 90 minutes. Take that, stupid rules. We nailed it. Schmanners. Noun. Definition. Rules of etiquette designed not to judge others, but rather to guide ourselves through everyday social situations. 
Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. Every week on Schmanners, we take a look at a topic that has to do with society or manners. We talk about the history of it. We take a look at how it applies to everyday life. And we take some of your questions. And sometimes we do a biography about a really cool person that had an impact on how we view etiquette. So join us every Friday and listen to Schmanners on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? We're back! The fifth ever Genius Fail Spectacular plus rants, year of the cake. <laughs> Guys, I just picked, I just picked one rant. Uh, eh, it's kind of hard. Uh, but no better way to say goodbye to 2020 without remembering how fucking hard it's been. Let's listen to a mom have a breakdown. Hi, one bad mother. I'm having a breakdown. I know that this is one bad mother and not one bad daughter, but recently my daughter and I had to move in with my 91-year-old father because our landlord decided to sell the house we were living in, and my dad and I don't get along, and I've been having to run an interference between him and my daughter for the past three months, and it's hard because I really don't want to live with him. There's a reason I moved 30 miles away, so I wouldn't have to see him, but I didn't feel like we had a choice during the pandemic to try to find a safe place to live. So, I can't say anything while I'm in the house with both of them. I have to be nice, and I have to smile, and I have to ignore the stupid shit that comes out of his mouth and explain it to her later and help her put it in context because he's not going to change, and he doesn't see that the racist stuff he says is wrong, but she does, and I do. And I'm just losing it. I'm over it. I can't wait to move out. I am so happy for this hotline. Thank you for letting me share this. You're all doing a good job. First of all, you're doing a really good job. I, this is, what is like the thing that we discovered so early on in this pandemic? And I think it is that there are no easy choices at all right now. We are only able to make the best choice that we can with so many limitations on us right now. And what you are experiencing, I, I just want you to know that, and you, I hope you know this, you're not alone. You're not alone at all. And how remarkable, what a remarkable job you have done raising your daughter in that she understands that this stuff that's coming out of your dad's mouth is not okay. You know, relationships are fucking messy. We can't always just be like, nope, done, right? Like kids to their parents. Okay, so I, I just, 
what you're doing, I just want to let you know, you're doing actually a really remarkable job helping your child navigate this incredibly difficult situation. Okay? That's one. Two? Ugh, that's a lot, man. Being in a house with somebody that you don't like. It's so much right now. Yeah, I just want to chime in and say I think you're super strong and mm-hmm. you're. I wish you didn't have to do this. I wish you didn't have to go through this. And I totally see why it has come to this. And I agree with you, Biz. There's, there's no easy way out of this situation for any of us. So it's it's like one crappy situation or another. And I just, I think you're super strong and I, I think you're doing such a good job and I think you should call back anytime because yep. we are, we are thinking of you. You are doing a really good job and your daughter is so lucky to have you. You are a very good parent. What did we learn today, Teresa? I'll tell you what I learned. Fuck sacks of bananas. Bring on the cake. I want cake. This is the year of cake. Cake, cake, cake. Not just cake parenting, but cake everything. Cake should be the balm that soothes us. Cake band-aids. Cake, I don't know, mattresses. Cake baths. Cake cars. All cake. All the time. So much delicious, multi-layered surprise. There's confetti inside of it, like edible confetti. Yum cake. That's what I learned. I'm ready. My cake will be gluten-free, but I'm in. (laughs) All right, good. totally in for this. I think we also learned that we're all doing a good job. No one, no one has got this nailed down. Yeah. Pandemic or no. This is, let's be real, these genius and fails, they weren't really the result of the pandemic. (laughs) They are just the result of us trying to walk through the world, pretending like we know what we're doing. Let's stop doing that. I love the woman who's like, at four months, I already don't know, like, how to be a parent. I'm like, oh, at 11 years. I'm yeah, like, I, I don't know. Still don't have the right nipple size for my oh, oldest. This is, <laughs> this is funny because just this morning I was sitting with Oscar while he was, my seven-year-old, while he was working on a little like cardboard model that he got at like the dollar store. Mm-hmm. And I was helping him with it. And I can't remember what he said <laughs> that led me to respond. Well, you know. Nobody really knows how to do anything is what you'll figure out. So if you can just, you know, not worry about it too much and just keep trying, it'll be fine. <laughs> that's that's us. But I was thinking that. Like, yeah, that's a, basically true. Yeah. It, it, let's go back to a classic. You're getting really good at this. Yeah. Instead of thinking about how horrible we are doing We got to look at it like we're getting better at it. Guys, the only takeaway that we need to even focus on is that we're not alone. We don't know what we're doing. 
were also doing a remarkable job. I want to thank everyone for being so supportive and helpful uh, and uh, staying with us over this very weird spring and fall and, you know, of, of this of this year. Teresa, it has just been so great to have you for Genius and Fails. And this was such a, this was my Christmas gift. This was my cake, was having us together for a whole show. I am so thankful that this year we got to bring Gabe into the period hut. Welcome. I forgot to tell you that's what we call it. And I'm so very grateful and thankful for Gabe. I am so thankful to all the woos. All the people who have wooed with me this year has been so nice. You're all just doing an amazing job. I am also thankful for the people who've called in their woos and their how are yous. And I am grateful to you, Biz, for holding it down. I like coming into a room and just talking out loud to a picture (laughs) of myself on a screen. (laughs) Teresa, here's the deal. You are doing an amazing job. I mean, you're doing such a good job. I believe you. I You should believe me because it's <laughs> fucking true, man. I don't think you could possibly put more emphasis uh, on uh, words than you are right now. Exclamation, so I exclamation. Really, I believe that. I believe that you feel that way. I am trying to ooze it on you (laughs) through the screen. Thank you, Biz. I really appreciate you as my friend. And I also see what an incredibly good job you are doing. Thank you very much. Guys, no show next week. We are taking a week off. To stay home with our families. <laughs> Woo, little staycation. And we'll talk to you, wait for it, next year. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blue, low down mama blue. Got to low down mama blue, got to low down mama blue, know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Gabe Mara, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Well, daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama blue. Oh, said daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama blue. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. 
audience supported.